श्री साई सतचरित्र चैप्टर फाइव रिटर्न विथ चांद पाटिल मैरिज पार्टी एज हिंटेड इन द लास्ट चैप्टर आई शेल नॉट डिस्क्राइब फर्स्ट हाउ साई बाबा रिटर्न टू शिरडी आफ्टर हिज डिसअपियरेंस दे लिव्ड इन द औरंगाबाद डिस्ट्रिक्ट निजाम स्टेट इन अ विलेज कॉल्ड धूप अ वेल नोन मोहम्मदीन जेंटलमैन बाय द नेम चांद पाटिल वाइल ही वॉज मेकिंग अ ट्रिप टू औरंगाबाद ही लॉस्ट हिज मेयर For two long months he made a diligent search but could not trace his mare after being disappointed he returned from aurangabad with the saddle on his back after traveling four course and a half he came on the way to a mango tree and at the foot of which sat a fakir a queer fellow he had a cap on his head wore kafni long robe and had a satka short stick under his arm and he was preparing to smoke a chilim pipe On seeing Chand Patil pass by, he called out to him and asked him to have a smoke and to rest a little. The queer fellow or fakir asked him about the saddle. Chand Patil replied that it was of his mare which was lost some time back. The fakir asked him to make a search in the nala close by. He went and wonder of wonders, he found the mare there. He thought that this fakir was not an ordinary man but an awaliya, a great saint. He returned to the fakir with the mare. The chilim was ready for being smoked, but two things were wanting: fire to light the pipe and water to wet the chapi, that is the piece of cloth through which the smoke is drawn up. The fakir took his prong and thrust it forcefully into the ground, and out came a live ember, which he put on the pipe. Then he dashed the satka on the ground, from where water began to ooze. The chapi was wetted with that water. then wrung out and wrapped around the pipe thus everything being complete the fakir smoked the chilim and then gave it also to chand patil on seeing all this chand patil was wonderstruck he requested the fakir to come to his home and accept his hospitality next day he went to patil's house and stayed there for some time patil was a village officer of dhup his wife's brother's son was to be married and the bride was from shirdi So Patil made preparations to start for Shirdi for the marriage. The fakir also accompanied the marriage party. The marriage went off without any hitch. The party returned to Dhup except the fakir who stayed back in Shirdi and remained there forever. How the fakir got the name Sai. When the marriage party came to Shirdi, it alighted at the foot of the banyan tree in Bhagat Malsapati's field. near Khandoba's temple the carts were loosened in the open courtyard of Khandoba's temple the members of the party descended one by one and the fakir also got down bhagat malsapati saw the young fakir getting down and accosted him ya sai welcome sai others also addressed him as sai and thenceforth he became sai baba contact with other saints Sai Baba began to stay in a deserted masjid. One saint named Devi Das had been living in Shirdi for many years before Sai Baba came there. Baba liked his company. He stayed with him in the Maruti Mandir, in the Chavdi, and for some time lived alone. Then came another saint by the name Janaki Das. Baba spent most of his time in talking with him, and Janaki Das went to Baba's residence. So also one Vaishya householder saint from Putambe. by name gangagir always frequented sai baba when he first saw sai baba carrying pitchers of water in both hands 
for watering the garden he was amazed and said openly blessed is shirdi that it got this precious jewel this man is carrying water today but he is not an ordinary fellow as this land shirdi was fortunate and meritorious it secured this jewel so also one famous saint by the name anandnath of yevala mat a disciple of akkalkot maharaj came to shirdi with some people when he saw sai baba he said openly this is a precious diamond in reality though he looks like an ordinary man he is not a gur that's an ordinary stone but a diamond you will realize this in the near future saying this he returned to yevala this was said while sai baba was a youngster baba's dress and daily routine in his young days sai baba grew the hair on his head never had his head shaved he dressed like an athlete when he went to rahata 3 miles from shirdi he brought with him small plants of marigold zai and zui and after cleaning them he placed and watered them a devotee by the name vaman tatya supplied him daily with two unbaked earthen pitchers with which baba himself used to water the plants he drew the water from the well and carried the pitchers on his shoulder in the evening the pitchers were kept at the foot of the neem tree as soon as they were placed there they broke as they were made of mud and not baked next day tata supplied two fresh pitchers this course went on for 3 years and with sai baba's toil and effort there grew a garden on this site at present stands the big mansion samadhi mandir of baba which is now frequented by so many devotees the story of padukas footprints under the neem tree a devotee of akkalkot maharaj by the name bhai krishna ji ali bagkar worshiped the photo of akkalkot maharaj he once thought of going to akkalkot which is in solapur district take the darshan of the padukas footprints of the maharaj and offer his sincere prayer there but before he could do that he got a vision in his dream akkalkot maharaj appeared in the vision and said to him now shirdi is my resting place go there and offer your worship so bhai changed his plan and came to shirdi worship baba stayed there for 6 months and was happy as a reminiscence of this vision he prepared the padukas and installed them on an auspicious day of shravan shake 1834 that is 1912 ad under the neem tree with due ceremonies and formalities conducted by dada kelkar and upasni one dikshit brahmin was appointed for worship and the management was entrusted to devotee sagun complete version of this story Mr B V Dev retired Mamlatdar of Thane and a great devotee of Sai Baba made enquiries about this matter with Sagun Meru Naik and Govind Kamlakar Dikshit and has published a full version of the Padukas in Sai Leela volume 11 number 1 page 25 it runs as follows in 1834 shaka 1912 AD one doctor Ramrao Kothare of Mumbai came to Shirdi for Baba's darshan his compounder and his friend Bhai Krishna ji Alibakkar accompanied him the compounder and the bhai became intimate with Sagun Meronaik and GK Dikshit while discussing things these persons thought that there must be some memories of Sai Baba these persons thought that there must be some memorial of Sai Baba's first advent at Shirdi and is sitting under the holy neem tree they thought of installing Baba's padukas there and were going to make them of some rough stone then bhai's friend the compounder 
suggested that if this matter was made known to his master dr ramrao kothare he would prepare nice padukas for this purpose all like this proposal and dr kothare was informed of it he came to shirdi and drew a plan of the padukas he went to pasni maharaj in khandoba's temple and showed him his plan the latter made many improvements drew lotus flowers conch disc maze etc and suggested that the following shlok verse regarding neem tree's greatness and baba's yogic powers be inscribed the translation of the verse is as follows i bow to the lord sainath who by his constant stay at the foot of the neem tree though bitter and unpleasant made it yet oozing nectar the oozing of this tree is called amrit that is nectar on account of its healing properties superior than the kalpavriksha that is the wish fulfilling tree upasni's suggestions were accepted and carried out the padukas were made in mumbai and sent to shirdi with the compounder baba said that they should be installed on the purnima 15th of shravan on the day at 11 am jk dikshit brought them on his head from khandova's temple to the darkamai in a procession baba touched the padukas saying that these are the feet of the lord and asked the people to install them at the foot of the neem tree a day earlier one parsi devotee of mumbai named pashta seth sent rupees 25 by money order baba gave the sum for the installation of the padukas the total expense of installation came up to 100 rupees out of which 75 were collected by subscriptions for the first 5 years gk dikshit worshiped the padukas daily and then this was done by lakshman kacheshwar jhakadi in the first 5 years dr kothare sent 2 rupees per month for lighting the lamp and he also sent the railing round the padukas the expense of bringing the railing from the station to shirdi was 7 to 8 rupees presently 750 p the roofing was paid by sagun meru naik now jakandi that is nana pujari does the worship and sagun meru naik offers the nevidya and lights the evening lamps bhai krishna ji was originally a devotee of akkalkot maharaj he came to shirdi at the installation of the padukas in shake 1834 on his way to akkalkot he wanted to go to akkalkot after taking the darshan of baba He asked Baba's permission for this. Baba said, "Oh, what is there in Akkalkot? Why do you go there? The Maharaj of that place is here." Myself, hearing this, Bai did not go to Akkalkot. He came to Shirdi off and on after the installation of the Padukas. Doctor B V Dev concluded that Hemadpan did not know these details. Had he known them, he would not have failed to depict them in the Satcharitra. Wrestling bout with Mohammadin Tamboli and change in lifestyle. To return to the other stories of Baba, there was a wrestler in Shirdi by the name Mohammadin Tamboli. Baba and he did not agree on some points, and both had a fight. In this, Baba was defeated. Thenceforth, Baba changed his dress and mode of living. He donned a kafni, wearing a langot waistband, and covered his head with a piece of cloth. He took a piece of sack cloth for his bed, and was content with wearing torn and worn out rags. He always said. that poverty is better than kingship far better than lordship the lord is always brother that is the befriender of the poor gangagir was also very fond of wrestling once while he was wrestling a similar feeling of dispassion descended over him and at the proper time he heard the voice of an adept saying that he should wear out his body praying to god so he too gave up sansar and turned towards god realization he established a mat on the banks of the river putambi and lived there 
with his disciples. Sai Baba did not mix and speak with people. He only gave answers when he was questioned. By day, he always sat under the neem tree, sometimes in the shades of a babul tree near the stream on the outskirts of the village. In the afternoon, he used to walk at random and go at times to Nimgaon. There, he frequented the house of Bala Sahib Dingle. Baba loved Bala Sahib Dingle. His younger brother named Nana Sahib had no son, though he married a second wife. Bala Sahib said Nana Sahib for taking darshan of Sai Baba. And after some time, with his grace, Nana Sahib got a son. From that time onwards, people began to come in large numbers to see Sai Baba. And his fame began to spread and reach Ahmednagar. From there, Nana Sahib Chandolkar and Keshav Chidambar. From there, Nana Sahib Chandolkar and Keshav Chidambar and many others began to come to Shirdi. Baba was surrounded by his devotees during day and slept at night in an old and dilapidated masjid. Consisted of a chilim, tobacco, a tamrail, that is a tin pot, long kafni, a piece of cloth round his head and a satka, short stick, which he always kept with him. The piece of white cloth on his head was twisted like matted hair and flowed down from the left ear on the back. This was not washed for weeks. He wore no shoes, no sandals. A piece of sackcloth was his seat for most of the day. He wore a kupin, that is a waist cloth band, and for warding off cold, he sat in front of a dhuni, sacred fire, facing south, with his left hand resting on the wooden railing. In that dhuni, he offered an oblation of egoism, desires, and always uttered, Allah Malik, God is the sole owner. The masjid in which he sat was only of two-room dimensions, where all devotees came and saw him. After 1912, there was a change. The old masjid was repaired and a pavement was constructed. Before Baba came to live in this masjid, he lived for a long time in a place, Takia, where with ghungur, small bells, tied on his ankles, Baba danced beautifully and sang with tender love. Turning Water into Oil Sai Baba was very fond of lights. He used to borrow oil from the shopkeepers and keep lamps burning the whole night in the masjid and temple. This went on for some time. The banyas, who supplied oil gratis, once met together and decided not to give him oil. When, as, when, as usual, Baba went to ask for oil, they all gave him a distinct no. Unperturbed, Baba returned to the masjid and kept the dry wicks in the lamps. The banyas were watching him with curiosity. Baba took the tamril, tin pot, which contained very little, a few drops of oil, put water into it and drank it, and then forced it out to fall into the container. After consecrating the tin pot in this way, he again took the water from the tin pot and filled all the lamps with it and lightened them. To the surprise and dismay of the watching banyas, the lamps began to burn and kept burning the whole night. The banyas repented and apologized and Baba forgave them and asked them to be more truthful in the future. The Pseudo-Guru Jawar Ali Five years after the wrestling bout above mentioned, one fakir from Ahmadnagar by the name Jawar Ali came to Rahata with his disciples and stayed in Bakhan, spacious room near the Veerbhadra temple. The fakir was learned could repeat the whole Quran and had a sweet tongue. Many religious and devout people of the village came to him and began to respect him. With the help of the people, he started to build an idga, a walled enclosure 
in which Mohammedans pray on Eid day. Near the Veerbhadra temple, there was some quarrel about this affair, on account of which Jhavar Ali had to leave Rahata. Then he came to Shirdi and lived in the masjid with Baba. People were captured by his sweet talk and he began to call Baba his disciple. Baba did not object and consented to be his chela, disciple. Then both Guru and Chela decided to return to Rahata and live there. The Guru, teacher, never knew his disciple's worth, but the disciple knew the shortcomings of the Guru. Still, he never disrespected him. Observing carefully his duties, he even served the master in various ways. They used to come to Shirdi on and off, but their mainstay was in Rahata. The loving devotee of Baba in Shirdi did not like that Baba should stay away from them in Rahata. So they went in a deputation to bring Baba back to Shirdi. When they met Baba near the Idga and told the purpose for which they had come, Baba said to them that the Fakir was an angry, ill-tempered fellow. He would not leave him and that they should better leave and go back to Shirdi without him before the Fakir returned. While they were thus talking, the Fakir turned up and was very angry with them for trying to take away his disciple. There was some hot discussion and altercation. And it was finally decided that both the Guru and the Chela should return to Shirdi. And so, they returned and lived in Shirdi. But after a few days, the Guru was tested by Devi Das and he was found wanting. Twelve years before Sai Baba arrived in Shirdi with the marriage party, this Devi Das, aged about 10 or 11 years, came to Shirdi and lived in the Maruti temple. Devi Das had fine features and brilliant eyes and he was dispassion incarnate and a jnani. Many people, namely Tatya Kote, Kashinath and others regarded him as their guru. They brought Jhavar Ali in his presence and in the discussion that followed, Jhavar was worsted and fled from Shirdi. He went and stayed in Bijapur and returned after many years to Shirdi and prostrated himself before Sai Baba. The delusion that he was guru and Sai Baba, his chela, was cleared away and he repented. Sai Baba treated him with respect. In this case, Sai Baba showed by his conduct how one should get rid of egoism, do the duties of a disciple to attain the highest end, that is, self-realization. The story is told here according to the version given by Mahasapati, a great devotee of Baba. In the next chapter, Ram Nami festival, the masjid, its formal condition and later improvement in it, etc. will be described. Bow to Shri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram.